music from Sega role-playing games. This is Sword of Sega on RadioSega.net. Hello, good evening and welcome to the last Sega-based Sword of Sega. We've reached episode 14 of season 2, which is a few more than last season, so to celebrate the end of the season, I'm going to be playing a collection of the best Sega role-playing game music tracks from the past few months or so. So do expect to hear all of your favourites. And if you don't hear your favourites, then you can always request it. Tonight we'll be building up quite a playlist of tracks, that is for sure, so do feel free to request any of your favourite Sega role-playing game music tracks. Because that's what Sword of Sega is all about, in case you're new to the show, or anything. I'm also going to spend some time talking about the best Sega RPG of all time as well. And I used to have a Sword of Sega blog a while ago, which didn't really stick around for that long. But in it, I did come up with a top 5 list of Sega RPGs, and Shining Force 2 was in there, Fancy Star Online was in there, as was Shenmue, and obviously Skies of Arcadia. But which is the best Sega RPG that everyone should play ever? Let's fight about it. And let's get some discussion going in the IRC. And if you've not played any or many Sega RPGs, then you can argue about your favourite Sega RPG track from tonight instead. This is going to be some good ones. Oh yeah. Also tonight, we'll be heading to the town of Castream in our last episode of the Sword of Sega role-playing adventure. So do stick around for your last ever task of the season. And I sure hope you all like Nintendo games. That's your hint. I am your host, Captain Cloud Chaser, and this is the best of Sword of Sega and Sega role-playing game music, starting with a few personal favours of mine, including Ignite Infinity.
Hello and welcome to Sword of Sega episode, what are we, 14? Yes. 14, quite a while, quite a lot, that's for sure. So introducing the show in that little batch, we had the Go Infinity Ignite Infinity Remix from Fantasy Star Portable 2 Infinity, which I still haven't played even though I've actually borrowed a copy of Draco. I blame my Minecraft addiction, but I will get round to that, I have to, I've only got a month, I have to hand it back at Summer Sonic, so yeah, I better play that. Then we also had Dropped Chalice from Shining Force Crossroad, which one of my favourite gaming soundtracks are, even though I'll probably never ever play that either, but brilliant game. Then we had Ruff and Lady, the theme of Velga from Guardian Heroes. Definitely one of my favourite themes from any game ever. So, hello to all of you wonderful people listening into the show live tonight, and of course, you lovely chaps listening in on the podcast as well. Tonight is a bit of a lazy show for me as we celebrate the past 14 weeks or so, 13 weeks, episodes of Sword of Sega, yes, those ones, and we're just going to bask in the awesomeness of Sega role-playing game music, and hopefully Sword of Sega has inspired some of you to check out Sega RPGs and Sega RPG music as well, because Sega RPGs do tend to be forgotten, even on Radio Sega sometimes, despite how good the music is. And sadly, we are almost at the end of Season 2, and it has been a real pleasure running this show, and I never really imagined that this is how I would be spending my time a few years back, to be honest. And I have learned a lot from this show as well, and I've had a lot of fun with the music as well as the role-playing adventure, so thanks to all of my listeners over the weeks for joining me on this adventure together. It has been a blast. And it wouldn't have been any fun without you guys in the IRC, so thanks to you guys for joining me each week, especially Resident SD, a winner was you, Biafra, Ain the Mercenary, Fast Beat, Guest 27360, I Need Fruit, Pyrus 55, Rax with a Z on the end, Rosie Sonic 14, Shaddix, Silver Sonic, Sonic Remix, who is new to the show, so welcome to you. The M20 Blue, which I guess is M20 and the Chaos Blue. They're singing together, so hello to both of you. Trekkie, Voice, who's working, and Zonic, the Muse Cop. So hello to all of you lovely people. I Need Fruit was saying that he's been listening to the Valkyria Sonicles music, thanks to the show, so that's good to hear. Valkyria Chronicles does have a fantastic soundtrack, and actually the Valkyria Chronicles show was probably my favourite that I've done throughout the season, so yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, this may be the last official Sword of Sega show on the Radio Sega Airways for now, but I will be back next Wednesday for the Not Quite Sword of Sega show, and I'll be playing music from all other non-Sega role-playing games and MMORPGs, including the likes of Final Fantasy, Zelda, Pokemon, The Elder Scrolls, Mass Effect, Fable, anything goes really. So please do request your favourite RPG music tracks in advance for that show, which is going to be a three-hour special starting at 8pm UK time next week. And also we're at the end of our role-playing adventure this week, meaning that the epic conclusion and results of our adventure will be read out next week, so do make sure you tune in for that. But I've rambled enough now, it's time to blast on ahead with some more of our favourites. We will choose to fight for a world beyond. 
I'm getting quite a few requests in for next week already, so that's good. And they're not all Pokemon, which is nice. I was expecting a lot of Pokemon. Pokemon being really popular anyway. So, in that batch of music, I played the Save This World remix version from Fantasy Star Universe Ambition of the Illuminus. Then we had the original Receive You from the original Yakuza. Two great tracks to start us off. Well, before I start blithering on about why Skies of Arcadia is awesome, and hey, did you know that Vice is going to be in All-Stars Racing Transformed? I just want to do a bit of a shameless self-promotion. Well, sort of. I've been asking people on Twitter and on... not on Facebook. On um, the RadioSega.net forum, on the Sword of Sega thread, if they wouldn't mind sharing their comments and feedback about the Sword of Sega show. Things like what you think about the show, what you dislike, what you hate with a burning passion, that kind of thing. What you think could be improved what you think about the role-playing adventure and if you have any ideas for themes and stuff for a possible Season 3. Just any kind of feedback or comments. And I don't have plans for a Season 3 as of yet, but I am thinking about it and naturally I will post any ideas and news and plans and things on the RadioSega.net blog if and when I have them later on. So I'm working on it in my brain. And as a bonus to you guys, if you send me your feedback, either here in the IRC or on Twitter or on the RadioSega.net forum, in the thread, you'll be able to find it if you search, I will give you 50 experience points in the role-playing adventure for every comment. Well, not every comment, but for a comment, yes. Of course, that only works if you're taking part in the role-playing adventure, so the rest of you will just get imaginary karma points or something. Yeah. So anyway. Let's get some more music going and then we can start talking about why Skies of Arcadia is awesome. And did you know that Vice was going to be in All-Stars Racing Transformed? Me neither.
bunch of music as well. I really like the credit screen from Dragon Force there, so in that batch of music we started off with Planet Motabia Field from the Sega Rocks Volume 1 from Fantasy Star. Then we had Dakota Vane B from Resonance of Fate, which has got quite a nice rocky soundtrack. Then we had the Sega Mix from Sega Gaga and the credits from Dragon Force. And KC has joined the IRC and he's already sharing his memes with us. As SD's just said, oh dear, KC's off again. He is, yes. And I'm surprised we don't have a meme thread on Radio Sega actually, because KC has made quite a lot of good ones. He has. Right, so talking about the best Sega RPGs, there aren't really many well-known Sega RPGs out of Japan these days except for Yakuza and Fantasy Star, and well, you know how popular the Yakuza series is. And there seems to be a lot of awful love for Fantasy Star Online 2. An awful lot of love, not a lot of awful love, that'd be bad. Especially with um, DSO 2 on the way. And people always want a re-release of Shenmue, and I'm surprised by how many people got excited over the rumours of a re-release of Skies of Arcadia, to be honest. I was quite surprised by that, I didn't realise it was so popular. For a good reason, of course. So I really hope that both of those games do get remade for Xbox Live Arcade or somewhere else, because they're both amazing games and deserve it. They do. But you know what other game gets called upon a lot, even though it will never, ever, ever, ever get re-released, ever? Panzer Dragoon Saga. I honestly believe that Panzer Dragoon Saga is one of the best RPGs ever made. Certainly one of the best Sega RPGs ever made. It has such a unique and atmospheric world and story, plus the battle system is one of the best I've ever experienced in a video game. The soundtrack is just as atmospheric and unique as well. And I don't play enough on Radio Sega, which is a crying shame. So gaming has changed a lot over the years, it's become a bit more accessible for the hand-holding and stuff, but Panzer Dragoon Saga still remains one of my favourite RPGs. It's just a shame it's so hard to get hold of, and will never ever ever get re-released. But what about you guys? Do share some of your thoughts on the best Sega RPG in the IRC or on Twitter, and I'll read them out after this next music break, and I've already had a few comments from Fruit and Resident SD, so get sharing them. Yeah. Yes, that's how some Panzer the Green Saga.
I love a bit of Sky's Arcade, don't you? In that music batch, we started off with Atom Dragon from Panzer Dragoon Saga, which we should play more of. Then we had Overworld Map from Shining the Holy Ark, which was kind of the theme of Sword of Sega last season. This season, it's all about Skies of Arcadia, it seems, but last season it was Shining the Holy Ark. I wonder what next season will be. Hmm. Then we also had the Great Cypher's War from Shining Force CD. Then we had the boss beam from Spyro Knights, as requested by um, Einigo Venato. Then we had the Kingdom of Ixataka from Skies of Arcadia, which is a tune, as Fruit said, and we just had to explain what a, a tune was in the IRC Tazonic there. Had a lot of new people that don't know what a tune is, so there we go. And yeah, those were the days, as SD says. Uh, talking about Sega RPGs and the best ones, had a few opinions in the IRC. Um, Fruit was saying that it's got to be Skies, and I have to agree with that. I wonder if you was agreeing with me about how awesome Panzer Dragoon Saga is by saying that the combat system is second to none. And yeah, definitely, it's an awesome combat system. MKC was saying that the entire Panzer Dragoon series should be re-released, and I agree with that. We should definitely have the original um, non-RPG Panzer Dragoon, so there's only one RPG one. But sadly, Saga will never, ever, ever be re-released. Sega lost the original source code to the game. How they did that, I don't know, but... You can't forgive a mistake like that, you just can't forgive them. Can't forgive them. So any other comments in the IRC? What were we talking about? I can't even remember now. Your Gamer Nerd joined actually, so hello to you, haven't seen you around in a while. And M20 has finally joined. I think. Are you in now? Yes. The Chaos Blue and M20 have divided, as it were. They're now two separate people in the IRC. Although sitting right next to each other, I imagine. Twins are pretty cool, I think. Twins are cool. And Rax with a Z on the end has just spontaneously combusted. That's odd. Anyway, hello to you if you're listening in. So I'm running a bit late with the RPG adventure, so I'll probably skip on ahead a bit now. Because time is getting on. So, thinking of musical themes for next season. I think it's going to have to be Valkyria Chronicles, don't you? I think so.
of the Shining Hearts soundtrack as well. In that match, we started off with the main theme from Valkyria Chronicles 3, which is definitely a tune in my opinion. Then we had Street Fighting from Valkyria Chronicles, the original, which does actually get requested quite a bit, I think, on Sword of Sega. Then we had Brave Fight from Shining Hearts. And I was going to play some Death Place from Phantom Star Generation 2, but I've cut that out to make room for things, shenanigans. So if anybody is upset about that, then you can see me later, possibly. Maybe. So, the RPG adventure is going to be coming up next after this short little music break and if you happen to like getting a bit frenzied then you might want to plug your headphones in soon. That's all I'm saying. Soon. Not yet, but soon. And here's some PSO2 because I do like the gameplay trailer music, why not?
that is a tune, and you will agree in the IRC that that is a tune. Casey's just posted a little meme about the Frenzy Wells, let's have a look. Oh, I've got an error 404, that's no good. Need the lols, come on. Come on, Casey, give us the lols, come on. Anyway, yes, in that batch of music, we played the gameplay trailer for PSO 2, which I've actually played quite a lot this season. Then we had Mankind's Warrior Takihaya, if I can pronounce that right, from 7th Dragon 2020, which is one of Resident SD's favourite tracks, and oddly enough, so is the Fancy Wild, which is the arranged version from Fancy Star Online Episode 1 and 2. Also in the ILC, I just want to say hello to Forever Sonic, because I got distracted before. So, hello to you. It's always nice to see you around. I'm, I'm waving, I don't know why you can't see, but I'm waving anyway. And I do have photos of you that I need to upload on Facebook actually, so there we go. Just so you know. He's playing with his pie right now. But I am rambling, I am indeed. I must save the rambling. Because now it is time for chapter 10 of our role-playing adventure. Da -da 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 -da. The Sword of Sega role-playing adventure is a short 20 to 30 minute game, a bit longer probably, where you can complete tasks, earn experience points and level up. If you're new to the show or have missed any previous chapters, then you can find out more and catch up on the action on the Sword of Sega blog on the RadioSega.net website. And since we are at the end of our adventure now, with only the final battle left, I'm going to stop accepting new members to the force. So thanks very much to all 18 of you who have signed up and taken part in the role-playing adventure this season. It's been pretty fun. The last ever role-playing adventure task will take place tonight, with the results of that task and the adventure as a whole revealed next week during the Not Quite Sword of Sega show. The person with the most experience points next week will receive a £10 gift voucher to a website of their choice, but because I know you've all been working really hard to get these tasks done, two runners-up will also receive a £5 gift voucher too, if you want it, we'll see. That's not an amazing prize, but hopefully it will serve you well in your future adventures in life. So now it's time to embrace our epic climax, although that does sound a little bit rude. Oops. Accidentally skipped that. There we go. Last week on Sword of Sega, our heroes learnt the truth about the Sega and Nintendroid consoles and were taught about the Great Console War. The Game Gears of War and the Master System of Justice helped our heroes return back to the land of Sigurdra from deep space. And they began their journey back to the mysterious town of Castri, ready to confront an Nintendroid leader of the Wii U and save the Dreamcast itself. But on their way, one of their own, Aini Gofanato, the Knight of the Spiral Clockworks, has betrayed us, and he attacked a Winnewaju stealing the Mirror Sword. Gasp. He led the Nintendroids right to us, so now, not only have we got to fight Nintendroids, but also Iron Eagle Fanato. It's time to call upon the friends of Sega RPGs. So cheesy. Last week I played five tracks, three of which were from our RPG friends. One was the hidden Nintendo track needed to beat the Nintendroids, and the other was a Sega RPG track needed to beat Iron Eagle Fanato. So here are the names of those five games and their track titles, starting with, of course, number one.
This was, of course, the Phoenix Battle from Golden Sun. Although it does count as a Nintendo track as well, it wasn't actually a hidden Nintendo track. That was, of course, this one coming up next. really like this track. I'm considering playing it next week again because it's really fun. But this of course is the trainer battle from Pokemon Black and White and everybody got it quite easily that it was Pokemon. It's pretty obvious that it's Pokemon but only a few of you confirmed that it was a Black and White and not some other Pokemon game so congratulations to you. Here's track number three. number three was from Grandia 2 and was the fight version 1 battle theme. I didn't play that in the show last week but I did play it in last season's show. One of them probably, the battle show probably. So yeah, hopefully that was familiar to some of you. Well it was at least familiar to one of you so there you go Grandia. And here's track number four. was from Luna. It was the battle theme from Luna the Silver Star and it was actually played during last week's show and oddly enough one of our podcasting team Casey did get that. Probably because he actually podcasted it so yeah there you go. And here is the last track which we needed to beat Aini Novarato. This was of course a track from Spiral Knights, which I thought was hopefully obvious, but I guess probably not that obvious. I mean, here's a Knight of the Spiral Clockworks, I thought it made sense. But this is the Battle 1 theme, it also has a different name, but I've forgotten what that was, and that's from Spiral Knights. So, have the Nintendroids won? Is Einigo Vanato really the mastermind behind all of this? Will Sega Jet finally be saved in time for tea next week? Find out next. Chapter 10, Returning to Castream. <laughs> and when it was you, the fighter mage lies stunned on the ground, his chest bleeding from the blow dealt by that traitor to all of Sega, Einigo Vanato. The Knight of the Spiral Clockworks looms over his old rival and smirks the two swords of Sega clasped securely in his hands. Sorry, old chap, but defeating you will bring me such great pleasure. The same kind of pleasure I would get from Mario Kart after the Nintendroids have won. Wahahaha! The Nintendroids swarm around our heroes as the others attempt to bat them back, unable to reach Owenawaju, who tightly closes his eyes, accepting his fate and awaiting the final blow. But deep in his mind, a familiar voice calls out. The almighty goddess, Ulala, whispers in his ear, 
You are the chosen one and whenever you you must defeat Eileen Ovenato and save Sigurdra. It is your destiny. And when it was used, eyes shoot open and he jumps to his feet, narrowly dodging a swing from Einigo Venato. He may not have a sword, but he possesses the true power of heroes and shouts out the name of Spiral Knight in attack. But Einigo Venato blocks with the same words, although not quickly enough to stop the mirror sword from flying out of his hand and back towards when it was used. The two warriors, the chosen one of Sega, the Nintendoid traitor, stand before each other on even footing. They stare one another down, ready for their own ultimate battle, the Mirror Sword versus the Shining Sword. With quick movements they fight, slashing and spinning in the air. Both men are hardened warriors and appear equally matched. Around them, I Need Fruit, Draco, KC and Resident SD battle with the Nintendoid using their own Swords of Sega, whilst the other heroes do their best to help. Your gamer nerd the Hadouken uses her strong fist to beat back the robots. Cobra the best, the sniper shoots them down with his rifle. Rosie Sonic 21 runs around them, whipping up a small tornado to blow them away. Iris 55, the Rappy, helps out by pecking any Nintendoids that come near, while so Sonic Zone Cop, the Muse, sings encouragement to his fellow comrades, joined by Silver Sonic the Remixer Knight, who decided, decides that now would be a good time to make some remixes. I'm not really sure why either. Our heroes are also joined by D'Artagnan the Musketeer, who escapes from a Nintendroid slave camp nearby and dives into the battle, fighting alongside these brave heroes. Together, our group push back the Nintendo box, giving Win a winner with you some space. But space is not enough, as a winner with you struggles to fend off Einigo Vanato. He has no choice but to call upon the friends of Sega RPGs, holding the mirror sword in the air. A winner was you shout, help me Grandia, Luna and Golden Sun, help me in the Sega consoles to save not only Sigurdra, but the universe itself. And then a miracle happens. From the sky, for the consoles and computers of gaming history long past. Everyone, even the Nintendroids, stop to stare above them in wonder as various non-Nintendo machines rain down. An Atari, a Commodore 64, an Amstrad, a Neo Geo, all of them fall together, followed by an original PlayStation and Xbox console. They too are joined by our saved Sega friends, the Game Gears of War, the Master System of Justice, the Sega Saturn, the 32X and even the Mega Drive. They all arrive to help our heroes fight off the Nintendroids. Just as well we saved them eh? Einigo Venato realises he must escape back to Castream and to the Nintendroid leader and he decides to use the commotion to try and slip away. But a winner was you notices and grabs hold of him, knocking the shining sword from his hand and pinning him down. Whilst gripping Einigo Venato, a winner was you calls out the name of Pokemon and the other heroes with the old consoles by their side fight off the remaining Nintendroids, scaring them away back to Castream. The dust settles and our heroes celebrate with their new mechanical friends. But what should we do with Einigo Venato? Our group surround the traitor who now looks rather sheepish. Should we show compassion and let him go? Or should we earn some evil karma and beat him up a bit just so he can't bother us ever again? Because you know, beat him up sounds fun. Either way, our group are ready to head into the heart of Castream and save the Dreamcast. Right after 
this music break. It's getting exciting.
we only had a one track in that music break because time is getting on, but it definitely was a good track. Definitely a tune. And that was, of course, a Fly from Yakuza 3. Awesome track. Definitely love playing that on Sword of Sega. Definitely. And now it's time to return to our RPG adventure and see just what fate has in store for poor Eagle Venato. Probably not something good, that's for sure. True heroism includes the ability to forgive and show compassion. Our heroes have avoided temptation in the old golden temple and saved a whole village, so letting Einigo Vanato go was the right thing to do. Though Casey the pervert drunk man wants to burn him alive and others are equally mad with the traitor, our group decide to let a winner with you decide his fate. And he agrees to let him go, after tarring and feathering the poor guy of course. Scampering onto his feet, Anigo Venato runs towards the village of Castream, screaming behind him, You've not heard the last of me, heroes! Whilst feathers flitter behind him. Poor dude, looks a bit like a chicken. Will we ever see him again? Who knows? Our heroes readjust themselves as the winner was you passes on the spare sword of Sega, the shining sword, to Go Gamer Nerd. The game consoles float in the air, eager to get towards Castream, and they turn towards our heroes for guidance. The last general of the console war, the Mega Drive, speaks to our group. Jolly good show that. We sure showed those Nintendroids a thing or two. Well, are you chapter ready? It's time we save Seagulja once and for all. The last sword of Sega awaits. Nodding, our heroes begin their march towards the fabled town of Castream. The consoles, including both Sega and non-Sega consoles, float beside them, acting as a shield. As they step closer and closer to the town, they pass more rubble and human remains. The Nintendroids fly above our group, whizzing around in panic, but they're too scared to approach or attack. Soon our heroes reach the main gates of the city, and with a deep breath, they enter. The town itself looked just as bad as outside with ruined buildings and rubble scattered everywhere. Bits of metal stuck out of the ground and Nintendroids of all kinds occupy the square including Gameboys and SNES bots. In fairly good condition though was a castle in the background, hidden behind a group of Nintendroids. This must be where the Dreamcast is being held. Our group approached the castle, ready to fight. But as they approach the group of Nintendo bots, a dark shadow suddenly emerges from the ground. A giant floating tablet with two separate waggling arms appear. It's the Wii U, the greatest evil of them all. So it booms. The Sega heroes of destiny have finally arrived. I know all about you, your strengths and your weaknesses, thanks to my spy. And what makes you think you can defeat me and win this? The two waggling arms reach down to the group of Nintendroids and bring out the seventh Sword of Sega, which looks suspiciously like the Master System, sorry, the Master Sword from The Legend of Zelda. What's this? Aha, you fools! The last Sword of Sega is not even Sega at all! It belongs to us! The Nintendroids, and I shall use it to destroy you one by one. Starting with that Rappy over there because I really hate cuckoos. The Wii laughs evilly at our heroes and holds the Master Sword in its Wiimote hands that waggle and stuff. 
Is that really the seventh sword of Sega? Well, we need to try and distract the Wii U and grab hold of it so we can release the Dreamcast from its prison and save the world. But just how can we distract the Wii U? Silver Sonic the Remix tonight and Sonic Zone Cop the News think they have an idea by using the power of Nintendo music against them. Mm. In order to defeat the Wii U and keep the Nintendroids at bay, we will need to identify five Nintendo games. That's all five, and I just need the game names to win, but you will gain bonus experience points if you can name the game tracks as well. But we are going to need all five of them this week. It is the final battle after all. If you're listening into the show live, then do be sure to send me your answers privately in the IRC. Remember, these are all Nintendo games. Probably never been played, but you never know. Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. No, the Nintendo. So, here are those five Nintendo tracks, starting with the first. Number three. Number four. Number five.
so five Nintendo tracks there and I've tried to make them kind of easy I'm gonna give you a few hints because I think some people are panicking in the ILC that we're all going to die which is quite possible it's a Wii U after all you don't mess with the free U for God's sake anyway yes I'll give you some hints one of these tracks played during last week's show if you're paying attention one of them is on the Radio Sega playlist so that could be a, a crossover between a, a Sega and a Nintendo game although it's not the one you're thinking of probably probably and another one of these tracks was played during Resident SD's long play show on FuseVGM.com last week. So there you go. Well, I'm going to play those tracks again, starting with number one. Number five. send your answers to me in the IRC if you're in there now or you can send them to me later on on the radiosega.net website you can 
send me a message on the forum. I'm Captain Cloud Chase on there, obviously. Or you can send me a tweet if you want. Obviously private, because you don't want other people to cheat. So that'd be wrong, probably. So, um, yeah. I'll try and get the podcast task uploaded tomorrow morning. So I'll get that done as quickly as possible. So we can try and win and beat the Wii U and stuff. Yeah. It's all good stuff. But that is the end of chapter 10 of our role-playing adventure. So it's now time to deal out our experience points and check out our stats. Yeah. So, six of you took part in last week's task, but only one of you managed to get all of them right, so congratulations to you. But of course, all of you that did take part are awarded with bonus points. So, just where are we standing on the leaderboard? Well, it's not really a leaderboard, but it is, I suppose. We have Alanium, a level 1 dark white paladin. A winner is you, a level 7 fighter mage with 2,480 experience points. Cover the best, a level 3 sniper with 580. Girl Gamer Nerd, a level 3 Hadouken with 560. Virus 55, a level 3 Rappi on 660. I Need Fruit, a level 3 Master Ninja Overlord Thief on 670. Trevor Sonic, a level 2 Galaxy Warrior on 380. Resident SD, a level 5 Lusty Barmaid on 1120. He has leveled up since last week. Then Mtails, a level 1 innkeeper, KC, a level 2 pervert junk man on 310, although he's close to level 3. Little Red 16, a level 2 adventurer, Silver Sonic, a level 4 remixer knight on 1010. Draco, a level 3 insane white rock shooter on 610. Ineagle Venato, a level 5 knight of the spiral clockworks on 1430. Although actually I did say he'd get bonus points if he got his right, so... Yeah. 1,480, there we go. Sonic Zone Cop, a level 3 Muse on 400 experience points, he's also leveled up. Social Gamer, a level 1 Retro Defender. Rizzy Sonic 21, a level 2 Sonic the Hedgehog on 120. And D'Artagnan, a level 1 Musketeer on 90 experience points. So congratulations to those of you who have leveled up. I shall play the customary jingle. Where is my jingles? Where are they? Ah, jingles. There they are. Jingles. So congratulations to Zonic Zone Cop and Resident SD for leveling up. And remember... The person with the most experience points by the end of next week will win the prize. And we'll also have two runners up, so good luck to you guys. And there is still time to earn yourself some extra experience points if you're interested. So you can earn experience points for commenting on the Sword of Sega blog or thread on the RadioSega.net website and message board as well as commenting on the Sword of Sega podcast page on segamedia.com. So hop to it and get yourself some experience points, because this is your last chance. 
And I'm also giving out 50 extra experience points to anybody that leaves feedback about the season, this season of Sword of Sega, either the show or the role-playing adventure. So send me your feedback either here in the IRC, on Twitter, or on the Radio Sega website as well. RadioSega.website. RadioSega.net website. So thanks to all of you who have left feedback so far. And I mean, constructive feedback, not just, oh my god, this show's awesome, or oh my god, this show's like crap and stuff. Good feedback, man. Yeah, good feedback. Then you get your experience points. Yes. So, don't forget that the conclusion of our story will be taking place next week, and I will be revealing the final winners, and also just exactly what's happening with that down with you. Pretty much everything's going to be wrapped up then, so don't miss it, don't miss it. Well, we've got three minutes left until the show is supposedly ending. I ain't going to fit all this music in three minutes, no way, no way. So I'm going to overrun, we always do, so it's the best of, why not? So let's wind down towards the end of the show with some nice relaxing music. Yeah, oh, relaxing, sort of relaxing anyway.
we had a nice little relaxing batch of music. We started off with Welcome to Our Town, the, the arranged version of the town music from Shining Force 2, definitely a tune. Then we had a Dinner Party from Shining Force Feather, as requested by Resident SD. Then we had Beloved Jean-Paul from Sakura Tyson 2, which is becoming a bit of a favourite on Solar Sega. Then, as requested by Sonic Zone Cop, we had the Green Hill music from Sonic Chronicles. Probably not a tune, but... You, you live and learn, I suppose. Some of the music from Sonic Chronicles is good, though. The battle music is good. There you go. Battle music's good. We don't actually get much Sonic Chronicles on Soda Sega for some reason. And then we also had Aberdeen from Shenmue 2, also known as Scotland. Yes. And I'm wondering if anybody recognises what this music is that's playing in the background. You get some guesses in the IRC there. Because suddenly... We have now reached the end of our best of show. Only like 10 past, but never mind. And we've also reached the end of Sword of Sega Season 2 pretty much, since next week's show will be featuring everything but Sega. Shocking that. So I hope you've enjoyed the fantastic music we've had on tonight. So thanks to listening in or downloading the podcast and sending in your requests. And of course, a special thanks to those of you still left in the ILC. Including Forever Sonic, Resident SD, Andrew User. I'm not sure who he is actually. I wonder was you, Viafra, Fastfeet. Actually, I wonder was you. You're still here. Oh my god. You're usually gone by now. Yeah, I wonder was you still here. Viafra, Fastfeet, Forever Sonic with another score on the end for some reason. Girl Gamer Nerd, Guest27360, KC, M20, Punk Gamer69, who I don't think I've seen before. So if this is your first time listening to Sword of Sega, then hello to you. Pyrus 55, Rax with a Z on the end, Silver Sonic, who's on his Android as well, Sonic Remix, who does her own little radio show actually, so that's good to know. Good to know that there are other female DJs doing stuff, so hello to you, thanks for listening in tonight. And we've also had the Chaos Blue, Trekkie, Voice and Zonic the Muse Cop. We also had Fruit in earlier, and Ineagle Fanato has also buggered off, probably running away because he got beaten up, yeah. So has anybody got this music in the IRC? Anyone? No? Shocking that. Shocking. So, next week is the not quite sort of Sega special where I will be playing music from non-Sega RPG games and MMORPGs like this track playing in the background. So if you do have a request for next week, then please get it to me before the live show as I might not be able to play them or find them during the actual show. I've already had some requests already, so thanks for those. Do send me some more, though. Gotta pack it all out. Otherwise, it's all just gonna be Final Fantasy music from me, probably. <laughs> so, the Not Quite Special will be starting an hour earlier at 8 pm UK time next week, although I don't think I've told Gabby that, but maybe I should. Maybe I should. And it's so I can squeeze in as much RPG music as possible. Plus, we've also got the conclusion of our role-playing adventure next week at 10pm UK time as well, so don't miss that. And don't forget to come back to RadioSega.net on Friday for more awesome live shows, starting with Turbo Drive Live at 8pm UK time, followed by The Random Hour and Forever Sonic's Musical Melodies at 9pm. Then we have the fantastic Resident SD bringing us more awesome with Late and Live at 11pm UK time. 
And I do believe that there isn't a Saturday Night Sega on this Saturday, so keep an eye on Twitter for news regarding that, but it will probably be on the following Monday again. But Radio Redux is on at 7pm this Sunday as usual. So I'm going to end this show with the vocal version of Shen Fa, which is a bit of lovely orchestral music from Shenmue, and it's definitely a fitting way to end any show, especially a best-of show. And I'm also going to squeeze in the orchestral version of Save This World on the end as well, because Silver Sonic did ask nicely, although he wasn't there in the IRC when everybody was panicking about the Nintendo tasks. But hopefully he's going to help us out later. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Otherwise we're probably all screwed. So I have been your host, Captain Cloud Chaser, and this has been the Sword of Sega Season 2. Join us next week for our season finale, sort of. Good night. Kira